0: Everybody, this is Pastor Jerry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in the book of 1 Kings, and the story is getting detailed and a little bit uh, tension here. A little bit of tension's rising because we're moving into an area in the story where there's not a lot of institutional knowledge. Solomon's made a big declaration, he's made a big promise, he's expending great resources, but does he have the experience to pull it off? <laughs> have you ever stepped out on faith saying, God, I know you're calling me to do this, but I'm just going to have to trust you for the wisdom and the guidance. Well, that's where Solomon is. And let's get into it. We're in first Kings chapter five. Solomon's made a declaration to the Lord. We're going to build a temple. It's going to be a great temple. It's going to honor you because you are the God of all creation and you deserve it. And most certainly he does. And so he goes to his friend Hiram develops a treaty. Hiram's going to bring the wood that he needs and the skilled workers that they need to the table. But then Solomon's got to do something else. Now remember, Solomon's dad, David, king before him, was a warrior king. He wasn't a builder. He was not into civil engineering projects. He didn't construct any great cities. He leveled them. (laughs) He, He went out and destroyed them. He was a fighter. So in the institutional memory, if you will, of Israel, uh, there weren't a lot of engineers used to building great cities, building great buildings. Now, that happened around in other countries and in other kingdoms, but but not in Israel. So Solomon is taking on this massive task. He doesn't have a lot of people around him who have that kind of great experience, and he doesn't either. But remember, God said, what do you need to, to do this work that I've set you to? And Solomon said, Lord, I need wisdom, and I need understanding to do this task you've given me. God has given him supernaturally what he needs. Let's see how it plays out right here. Hiram have sent um, all the wood, all that stuff's been going on. And then um, this is sort of the last part of the deal that he says with Hiram to get the wood. He says, my servants shall bring down to the sea uh, from Lebanon... Uh, all of this wood that you require. And I will make it into rafts and it will go by the sea to the place that you direct. And I will, once we get there, we'll break it up and you shall receive it just as you need it. Um, and um, and you shall meet my wishes by providing food for my household. So I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get all this wood together, bring it on the sea. We're going to float it, David, to wherever you need us to float it. Now you've probably seen that. If you've watched any uh, Discovery or History Channel stuff about logging in the West, that's how they used to do it. They used to chop down trees, and they would, you know, next to a river, and they would float it down the river to sawmills and other places. But well, that's sort of what Hiram's doing here. And it went to a sawmill, but he's putting it in the, in the river or in the sea. He's floating it over to David, and he says, then you're going to have it. Now, in return, David's going to provide him food for his household. And here's what David's going to supply. Um, Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat as food for his household, and 20,000 cores of beaten oil. Okay, what's a core? A core is equal to about 55 gallons. Think about this. A core would have been contained in a huge ceramic or or pottery jar. Huge. Would have held about 55 gallons of whatever you put in it. And so David was going to send him, okay, 20,000 cores. 20,000 of those. If you want to do the math, that's over a million gallons of whatever he's sending. But it was for his whole area, his whole country, so it was a big deal. So Solomon gave him this year by year, and the Lord gave Solomon wisdom, there it is again, as he promised him, and there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty. Now, here's how we see the wisdom of Solomon in this civil project, this massive undertaking of building the temple. He's never done this before, so here's what he does. So King Solomon drafted forced labor out of all of Israel, He said, look, we're doing a spiritual thing. Everybody's all hands on deck for a spiritual thing. This isn't about my kingdom. This isn't about your household. This is about the greatness of glory of God. So this takes precedent over everything else. The glory and greatness and advancement of God takes precedent over everything that we do. How do you spend your money? How do you spend your time? How how do you spend your prayer life? Are you generous about Other people in God's kingdom on all of those areas. Do you pray more for other people or for yourself? Do you give more for other people than your own hobbies? Now you got to take care of your house and that's fine. But the time that you have, do you give any of it to other people to do the work of the kingdom? Solomon says, because he's the wisest guy to ever live, but Jesus, he says this. He says, this is most important. So he drafts into work these people 30,000 men and he sent them to Lebanon over there with Hiram. Now, here's 10000 a month in shifts. Here's what would happen. They would be a month of Lebanon and then two months at home. So Solomon said, look, you're going to go help Hiram. Hiram's going to direct you, but you're going to stay a month. You're going to come home for two months, and you're going to go back a month. That's wisdom. You can hump it out for 30 days. You know you're going to be home with your family. He had his priorities right. Right, He loved God more than anything, and then he demonstrated his love for people because he worked with them at a pace that encouraged them and didn't drain them. The work of the Lord shouldn't drain you. It should encourage you. It should empower you. Man, it should excite you. And, and so Solomon understood this, and this is what he was doing. Then he goes on and says, Solomon has 70,000 burden bearers and 80,000 stone cutters in the hill country besides Solomon's 3,300 chief officers who were over the work. So again, think about what he did. He had workers and then he had officers over the work. He had administration, right? He had he knew how to delegate and empower with accountability and coaching. This is just wise all the way around. And so he had 3,300 chief officers who were over the work who had charge over the people who carried out the work. At the king's command, they quarried out great uh, costly stones in order to lay the foundation of the temple, right, of the house um, with dressed stones. In other words, they're going, they going to be cut, they're going to be hewn, they were going to be sectioned off precisely to fit into place. And they were going to be smooth. It was going to be perfect. So Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders and the men of Gabal did the cutting, prepared the timber and the stone to build the temple of the Lord. Are you seeing the wisdom, you see in the story, how God, Solomon asked for the right thing, it all started with his prayer. He prayed for the right thing, he got the right gift, and now something amazing, something truly epic is about to happen. The temple of the Lord is going to be erected from the ground up, and God's going to validate that later on in the book of Kings. Stay with me for the story, and when you do, God's going to give you grace for your journey. I promise you, you will. Let me pray. Father, we love you so much, and thank you for today. And now, Lord, be with us as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.